Welcome to the V-Realize Automation Ask an Expert podcast, helping you integrate, streamline, and modernize your digital infrastructure. Hey everyone, and welcome to our very first, this is the very first one, the very first V-Realize Automation Ask an Expert podcast. This is episode number one. Hi everyone, my name is Jimmy Chunga. If you're curious, no, it's not my real name. Feel free to call me Chunga. It's another story for another time that I'd be happy to tell you. But first, we've got much bigger fish to fry here today on the V Realize Ask an Expert podcast. Uh, this is going to be a brand new podcast where I'm going to team up with a different V Realize automation expert every episode to talk about and explore the multitude of different features and attributes of V-Realize Automation. And where to start? You know, where do we start? Well, we start where we should, which is what is V-Realize Automation for those who don't know? I think there's probably a lot of you out there that that may know what it is or may have a good understanding of what it is, uh, but may not understand many of the features, similar to a cell phone, for example. So what we want to do is bring in uh, people to just talk about different things every single episode with the hope that it's going to educate you. It's going to hopefully entertain you. We're going to hope that you come back to get more. And uh, I've got here with me for the very first podcast, I can't think of anybody better to have on the very first show than Chris McClanahan. Chris McClanahan is a, a guy that I work with regularly and knows all things V-Realize Automation. He knows, he's probably forgotten more about it than most people will ever know. Chris, welcome. Hey, thanks, Chunga. And, and I will call you Chunga because we, we've known <laughs> each other now for a bit. And uh, it just it right. rolls off the tongue that way. So, no, I'm excited like to, to, to start. Yeah, I know. Definitely. And I am excited to do the podcast and, uh, you know, get, it, get, the, get the word out there because I think... Uh, with uh, v- VRA, we'll call it VRA internally, or just in general. Yeah, that's our little uh, nickname awesome, for it, right? Yeah. Uh, right, yeah. And it's a, it's an awesome platform. And and uh, I think, uh, you know, over time, as we do these, people are going to really, really see see the power. I, I sure hope so. Uh, okay, so let's start at the very beginning. The easiest question, but it is kind of the billion-dollar question, right, Chris? Oh, first of all, yeah. before we get to the question, what is it that you do? What's your title? Oh, yeah, here? I guess so. So I am uh, I, I run the technical marketing team inside of the cloud management business unit at VMware uh, that covers vRealize Automation. So my team, uh, you know, we we write all the blogs, and if you search out there VRA anything, basically, uh, if it's a blog, uh, most likely it came from myself or my team. So that's what we do. You know, we're we're super technical people. Uh, we're we're a bit of gadget heads, but. Uh, that's 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 what we do inside the the, the organization. Well, fantastic. So we, we've got some pretty humble beginnings here. We're, we're doing this via Zoom, obviously because of the pandemic and and other restrictions. But I assure you, as as the podcast evolves, so will the quality. So thanks for bearing with us here. Uh, all right, back to my point here, Chris. Uh, first question: What is vRealize Automation? Yeah. So you know, it's funny. Uh, it's evolved a lot, and in I'm going to give a little bit of history. You know, vRealize Automation started way back, uh, almost ten years ago, mm-hmm. uh, as uh, a um, a small little startup, and uh, VMware acquired that startup uh, at the time. Again, I, this is about a decade ago, mm-hmm. and it turned into uh, what was it? VCenter Automation uh, 
controller or VCAC is what we called it. Everybody hated that name. Yeah, uh, that, and, that's uh, not, a, not the most uh, flattering <laughs> of just, names, actually. W- right. We we always we always have made many jokes about that, but it, it but it's transformed over time, and and really over in the last two years, it's really made a huge transformation. Um, and it's it's now what what the industry is going to call an infrastructure automation platform. Um, yeah. and so and 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 that's really the 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 key criteria or I guess category that that V realize automation falls in but it's a it's a it's a platform a multi-cloud platform that allows uh, for automation of just about anything and uh, mm-hmm. it's broken down into a few services um, you know uh, basically five in- distinct services uh, a cloud assembly which is kind of your blueprinting canvas or your cloud templating canvas service broker a catalog for self-service. Um, a uh, code stream, which is all about pipelines and things like that, uh, okay. and release automation. Uh, and then uh, an orchestrator, which is called Vualize Orchestrator. And if anybody knows VRA, they've seen Orchestrator forever. It's been a it's been a part of the platform forever. Mm-hmm. And then also a new family member, uh, SaltStack Config, uh, that just recently came about with the acquisition of SaltStack. So right. uh, the the platform is all about you know automating everything and and delivering that full stack capability. Very, very powerful. So how does it, uh, you know, so many questions. Uh, I've got a multi-cloud question here for you in a second, but before okay. we get to that, I want to know how does, how is it different than other automation platforms? There's a few out yeah. there. There's, you know, there's not a ton, but uh, what is it that differentiates V-Realize Automation from the others? Yeah, so it's, so it's several, that's a loaded question, Chunga. I love it. <laughs> uh, there's, it, it, we are one of the only, if not the only platforms that give you the full stack capability, right? And and when I say that, it's in everything as code. So your infrastructure, uh, t- your cloud templates are as code, your, you know, your catalog items are as code, your, uh, your pipelines are as code, your workflows are as code. It's, a, it's an as code platform. Um, but we provide capabilities for that entire stack, right? And when I mm-hmm. say that from infrastructure through configuration, policy and governance, and then the complete life cycle of the infrastructure that you're deploying um, and, 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 and maintaining, right? And so yeah. we provide capabilities at every one of those layers of that full stack all the way up to the application. And that's something, frankly, no other platform really has or does successfully. They have niches, right? They do great infrastructure mm-hmm. as code, but they don't have good policy or, or consumption models and, you know, pipeline it's, it's, release it's automation. It's not an all-encompassing, like yeah, it's not an all-encompassing exactly. platform. Yeah, and we, we provide that in the platform is that, that full stack capability. And that's really a differentiator for us that, that we have all those capabilities built in. Okay. All right. Well, that's, that's actually well said. Uh, you, I mean, you just kind of did it, man. Uh, it's almost like you've practiced this <laughs> before. <laughs> it's, you know, you had it. Hey, hey, you, you said it earlier. I'm Mr. V Realize Automation, apparently. <laughs> yeah, you gave me I a mean, great yeah. intro, by the way. Yeah, well, thank you. Um, <laughs> it's what I do, Chris. So, uh, all right. So, uh, like I said, I've got a, a multi-cloud uh, question. I know that that's kind of the way now. That's the way mm-hmm. everything's shifting. That's that's the you know multi cloud hybrid cloud. That's the new darling, right? Uh, how difficult is it to set up a private or multi cloud environment inside of V Realize Automation or on top of? I guess I should say. Yeah, it, it's actually really easy. We have so there's several tools built into the platform to kind of guide you and get you started. But we have this entire concept about ten minutes to value, and really once the platform's in place and in 
for everybody out there, there's an on-premises version and then there's a SaaS version of this. Right. So if you right. know, literally, literally, you can go subscribe to the SaaS version today and, and be up and running in a, in half an hour, right? Is that right? Um, really? But it's hey, well, hold on a sec. It's really that simple. Where you can, if you oh, go with the SaaS absolutely. version, you can just wow. Yeah, okay. it's really sign up for the trial. You get an org. Uh, you know, the trials, I, I think it's 30, uh, maybe 45 days now. Um, but you, you, as soon as you're on there, and, and then it starts the plumbing in of the resources. And, and mm-hmm. kind of to your point, obviously, on-premises, there's the vCenter side of things. And you can, you know, as long as you have credentials to your vCenter, you're plumbing it in, you're pointing to your templates, and you're starting to create, you know, cloud templates that then are deployable out. But there's also this, it's just as easy if you're doing a multi-cloud and, and one of the hyperscalers, AWS, Azure, or Google, mm-hmm. it's, you know, plumbing those in with the credentials. And then you're starting to create templates that you can start to deploy. Now, those are the simple side. And, and within 10 minutes, you can literally be deploying to multiple public clouds or, or your on-premises environment um, within a matter of minutes. And then obviously you start to build sophistication from there. Wow. Okay. I, I, I'll, I'll be honest, even hosting the podcast, I didn't know it was that simple. That's yeah, it. It's, it's, I think a lot of people may easy. not. Yeah. Uh, yeah so is, if, if, if it's hard, then it's, we, we haven't done a great job. Right. And so we want to make well, it. Well, that's a good point. No, that's actually a very good point. So uh, I know for some people, this question is going to be really stupid. And for other people, they're going to go, ah, Chunga, he's, he's brilliant for asking it. So is, uh, is V realized automation, is it different than self-service automation? As well, so let me say it this way. We encompass the capability of self-service in the platform as a function, right? Okay. And so when I say that, um, we want to we want the infrastructure administrator to be able to build blobs of infrastructure. Hey, we mm-hmm. have this application. It consists of these different layers. We want to build that into a template um, that is reusable and also can be cloud agnostic. So I can deploy that same template on-premises or in, into the public cloud. I see. Right? So, so the answer is both yes and no. Yeah, yes, exactly. And, okay. and I was going to say, too, on that is there's also a, 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 an ability of consumption, right? And so people go self-service. They think in their mind, like I go up to a, a kiosk and I press a bunch of buttons and then, you know, food spits out the other end or something mm-hmm. like that at a, at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Well, we, we have that capability, right? But in the modern world and modern platforms, it's all about multi different personas that want to do it consumption in a different way. So VRA mm-hmm. obviously gives you that rich user experience from a catalog perspective for self-service, but mm-hmm. you can also do this through an API or through CLI options and things like that. And we even have Terraform and salt providers uh, for uh, you know consumption and, and those methods as well. So we want to make it easy, um, but it's absolutely a capability uh, in the platform. Okay. So you just touched on something that is very near and dear to my heart. I, I work very closely with the open source communities, uh, particularly with the SALT project, uh, which you just touched on. So I know that uh, vRealize Automation works with open source tools, right? Which ones do they work with and which ones can you build on? Yeah. So, you know, I, I love saying it this way. It's, you know, what can't we work with? Um, oh, it's it's okay. really, you know, VRA is really a, a, a Swiss army knife of, of capabilities, but, mm-hmm. you know, just off the top of my head, right. Ansible is we have Ansible integration into the platform for Ansible open source. We have right. uh, Terraform open source integration in there. And then obviously 
uh, with the uh, addition of SaltStack into the family of VMware, right. we're heavily investing in in that integration uh, to the open Salt Open project, which and, is in yeah, it's insanely of- powerful on its own. Oh, right. yeah. So, you know, I, I don't, I'm not going to go too deep. I can spend a whole podcast just talking <laughs> and maybe, about that. Yeah, maybe uh, we will in the future. Right. Yeah. But it, 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 salt ends, salt is a perfect fit for VMware and, and, and for VRA, um, just from a scalability perspective and the, and the capability. And, and really, until we started going down and going through the acquisition, I didn't realize the power that salt brings. Uh, no. And and man, it's 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 this diamond in, in the rough, you know, as far as I'm concerned, and it's going to revolutionize what we do in the future with the platform. Uh, and and we're super excited about it. And Chunga, we're super excited to have you in, in the family now too. But it, it it's a it's a powerful tool, and uh, you know, it's going to be a big part of our well, you just yeah, capabilities. You, you just revealed the secret. That's where I came from. I joined VMware <laughs> and V-Realize Automation from SaltStack. That's where I came from. You did. Uh, yep. And yeah, I, I mean, not that I'm a little biased or anything. So uh, the second part yeah. of that question was, which open source platforms can V-Realize build, uh, V-Realize Automation, excuse me, which ones can they build build on? Well, yeah. So, you know, again, there we have a, a, a pretty strong, well, I won't say pretty, we have a great extensibility framework inside of the platform. So there okay. really isn't anything we can't build on. Right. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. And, and so, you know, I'll talk, I'll talk a little bit about CodeStream, which is our pipelining uh, service inside okay. of the platform. Right. And, right. and this is a, a differentiator for us as well, because you have to go out and get other CACD pipelining tools to kind of complement infrastructure as code toolage and things like that. And that's, you know, kind of going back to, we had that full stack capability built into the platform. CodeStream mm-hmm. can, can hook into Jenkins, right? Hook mm-hmm. into Terraform, hook into, you know, obviously Salt. And we, we've, I've done some really cool pipelines just recently uh, going in and, and deploying infrastructure and then actually running it through our SecOps compliance uh, uh, add-on pack for the salt stack config. And, and you guys used to have, it, w- it was called secure and comply. Uh, we mm-hmm. call it SecOps now within the, the VMware family. And, and this whole thing starts to bring in a true DevOps lifecycle uh, and, and bringing in security factors into that as well. So, wow. you know, so, those are the capabilities, right? Okay. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's almost like you're answering the questions before, you know, I'm thinking in my head, well, what about this? And there, and there you are. You know, it's weird how <laughs> even explaining vRealize Automation and what it is, how there's a natural, it, it, there's a, a natural, almost organic flow to it. My next, my, I, my, t- the two next things I wanted to ask you is vRealize a DevOps platform, and then there's the SecOps component to it as well. Yeah, so I'm, and I and I love this question, right? Because yes, it is absolutely a DevOps platform, but I'm going to tailor it a little bit. A DevOps for infrastructure, right? Okay. You know, okay. the DevOps. DevOps in general, everybody uses the term DevOps these days. If you're not, you're not yeah, cool yeah. if you don't do something with DevOps, right? That's very, that's very and, true. And of course, yeah, and, and of course, you know, we 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 fall into that. Yes, we, you know, <laughs> marketing is in my title, so yes, I'm talking about DevOps. But sure, um, but it is an actual DevOps platform because it's everything is code. Uh, we do a GitOps style approach uh, when we talk about source controlling the code that is uh, that is developed inside the platform, and then obviously we use pipelines to bring it all and tie it all together to bring mm-hmm. those principles of DevOps down to that infrastructure level. So right. if you Google out there uh, on our blogs, we've got a series, a four part series about DevOps for infrastructure that really breaks this whole thing down, um, and you should check it 
out because it, it really does it show and highlight that this platform has transformed into a DevOps tool and should be a part of the full DevOps tool chain. So, okay. so that's that from a from a DevOps nice. perspective. Let me let me touch on the the SecOps piece, right? Uh-huh. And, and 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 I'm sure everybody's listening to this. They're like, you know, from an industry perspective, it's DevSecOps, right? Because we just keep lopping things into the. So, am I the, the only Dev guy? Ops? Am I the only guy that thinks that there is a distinct difference between SecOps and DevSecOps? Am I an island yeah. here thinking that? <laughs> Well, yeah, and I say the same. I I like to refer to it as DevOps with security. Um, oh, nice. And then, Make it you know, that much yeah. more complicated, Chris. Good, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> but but SecOps is a component of this, right? Okay. Uh, in in the security, and I in you know the security teams that if there's any of the security folks out there, they were always the the afterthought, right? And 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 honestly, yeah. they should be the first thought when we're doing this. Think about how many uh, impactful uh, breaches and things have happened just in this year. Yeah, because. Um, it's the, and, if it's not the first thought, then you're playing catch up the rest of your life. Right? Yeah. Or, or you're getting called at 1am in the morning and you're on fire. Right. And, and, and nobody yeah. likes that part. Right? Right, and, right, and so yeah. the, the, the big thing, you know, here is incorporating security into the DevOps practices and the release automation and, and automated infrastructure delivery as a first class citizen of and function of, of that release, right? So what you're going to see in vRealize Automation, and, and you're seeing now, especially again with the the Salt acquisition, is we're bringing that security and compliance capability into the delivery model for our automation, so we can bring those security guys and, and, and into the fold and be a part of the full lifecycle and delivery of our, our infrastructure. Got it. Okay. Well, in a very short amount of time, you have been able to. I think take what for a lot of people is a lot of nebula. You know, it's a big squiggly alien for a lot of people. They know it's out there. They know it's a platform that exists, but they don't really know how to break it down. Right. And really kind of uh, target what exactly it does. All right. So uh, there's, you know, we're going to be dropping these episodes every couple of weeks. And we're also going to have a video series called V Realize Automation Feature Focus that's a component to this as well. So you have these two, I think, what are going to be incredible resources for people to understand. Uh, what vRealize Automation is, how to, you know, how to use the platform more effectively and, and learn more about the features, especially if you're an open source user. Uh, I think a lot of people may not understand that vRealize Automation has embraced open source from day one. And a lot of people may not understand that. So if people want to learn more about this, where can they go? Is there somewhere where they can go and, and get their hands on more information for this? Yeah, absolutely. And so obviously the YouTube channel that we're putting out, we're going to have a lot of great videos that my team's going to do. And Chung, you just mentioned that, but yeah. there's also, you know, there's a vRealize automation uh, uh, page uh, with inside of our vmware.com uh, uh, portal. Right. Uh, so that's, that's a place there. Uh, and then, and then also there's our blogs that are out there. So basically, right. you know, if you find a feature that, that you're interested in and you just type vRealize automation X feature, I can guarantee you there's a blog out there that somebody on my team or myself have written. So, you know, between the website, the the YouTube channel where you're going to see all this stuff in action, as well as the blogs, um, you know, you should be able to see a lot of capabilities within those resources. Fantastic. Well, I'm very excited about this series. I'm very excited about all of the features and the different things that we're going to talk about. And Chrissy, I've got to hand it to you. You handled this like an old pro, man. Like you've been doing this for <laughs> the, you know, your entire life. So uh, we may have to have you on more. 
is what hey, I'm Hey, Chunga, you made, you made it easy for me, so I appreciate <laughs> it. All right. Well, thank you, Chris. We appreciate it. Uh, the V-Realize Automation Podcast uh, is now, we have launched. This is our maiden voyage. Very excited about it. And, uh, and we'll see you on the next one. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for joining us. If you'd like to learn more about what V-Realize Automation can do for you, visit the V-Realize product website by hitting the link in the description box. 